Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So, actually, welcome we did back a, to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. Yeah, we did. We did a we did a live show this week. Yesterday, we did. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was amazing. It was amazing. Where, where did we do it? Because it wasn't here at Higher Gravity it wasn't. Blue it was Ash, at even though Fret this is an Board amazing place. Brewing in Blue Ash. Huge shout out to Fretboard. Huge shout out to Jim from Fretboard. Who you know. All thanks to us recovering his tablecloth. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. He said, I owe you guys. How about you do a live show from the fretboard stage? And we said, holy shit, absolutely. That'll be amazing. We are not the first podcast to do a live show at, on the fretboard stage, however. No. 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 Ooh, get a little Liam in early. Liam, get a Liam <laughs> in early there. <laughs> No, so uh, was it like a year, year and a half ago that they started? Yeah, about. about. So they used to do, it was almost a regular Monday occurrence where they would have it live, po- yeah, yeah, live podcasts Monday, every Monday, podcast Monday at Fretboard Brewing Blue Ash. Uh, and then just due to just things changing and just schedule conflicts with what Fretboard did and all that, it stopped. But there were some amazing shows that went on. A lot of our friends and fellow podcasters were on the stage doing live shows. Yep. And they were amazing. And Jim from Fretboard said, I want to bring this back. It was a lot of fun. I think the time is right to start getting back into it. And so now he has like one or two shows a month-ish, kind of tentatively scheduled. Right. Tentatively, yep. But they're going to try to make it a more regular thing. And, uh-huh. you know, not sure if it's going to be once a week, once a month, every other week. But this is an absolutely amazing opportunity for podcasters in and around the Cincinnati area to do their shows live. Yes, it is. And that was a ton of fun. Um, I'm not going to do the full intro since we had a full show. This is a point five. Mm-hmm. But I do uh, want to let everyone know what we're drinking. Yeah. Since uh, point five, we usually do that anyway. Mm-hmm, that's true. Uh, Julia, what are we drinking? We're drinking some more Carlsberg. Yeah, we did and that. Y- we, we did that a couple weeks ago, a week ago, two weeks ago. I don't know what time blends yeah, together anymore. Feels like but it is in the ago, gorgeous red week. Liverpool FC can. Right. Special release for the, uh, I believe this is the 30th anniversary of Carlsberg being one of their main sponsors, sponsored brands. So uh, it's a delicious beer. Yeah, so definitely get to beer. either of the higher gravity locations, Blue Ash or Northside, and grab a single can or a four pack. And it's, it's solid. It's just simple, crisp, clean, really good. Good, good beer. Really, really good. Absolutely. Good beer. Glad to have it. Yeah. We had some excellent beers last night at Fretboard as well. We did. We did. I had, uh, let's see, started the night out with a Rock in the Rhine. Hell yeah. I ended the night at Fretboard with, I believe, a Rock in the Rhine you in the middle. You bookended that well. Yeah, I bookended it. Uh, I had an acoustic mm-hmm. and a Vlad. Mm-hmm. And um, that, I, th- as far as the types of beer I had, or the, the names of the beer, yeah. That, yeah. that was it. So, uh, Oktoberfest is Rock in the Rhine. Vlad is a Pilsner, mm-hmm. and then Acoustic is a uh, sort of like a low ABV lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to call it a light lager because it definitely isn't light tasting, but it is their lower No, it's, their a, lower it's a very, offering. Yeah, it's it's a very it's full flavored, yeah. uh, however, low ABV mm-hmm. um, uh, offering. Yeah, yeah. So I started with uh, their um, island style, their, their, uh, their red ale, red ale. 
and I almost said IPA, and I'm like, that was not an IPA. Had to correct myself there. And then I had a, uh, a peso with lime, because peso is an amazing beer. And what did I have when I was on stage? Oh, I had the uh, the El Jefe, Jefe Weising, but the blueberry variant. Ah, yes, you did. We had a really good time. Uh, Fretboard was uh, an extremely gracious host. Mm-hmm. The fact that they want to get back into it and, you know, start up with, let's say, dipping your toe, you know, a podcast every now and then and then ramp it up. That's that's good. That's smart. And right. so I, I also um, am excited for the potential to see uh, a lot of the podcasts that we talk about. Being up there, being yeah. live at yeah, Fretboard. Yeah, kind of the point of this bonus episode, we decided we wanted to talk about the experience and that every local podcast who has any interest in doing a live show, because some some people, some podcasts are like, no, the way that we do our show, don't know if it would work live, doesn't really work the way that we would think, which is fine. Sure, sure. And but and if you have any interest at all, it is amazing exposure for people in the tap room, they get to hear your show whether they want to or not. That's true. We only had a couple people walk out, I think. We had everybody <laughs> walk out. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Well, Eventually. that's also because we closed the place down. Well, that's so true, too. So they were leaving because the bartender told them that they had to go. Uh, it's all true. They just let it's us stay true. on stage because, well, Jim invited them, so I guess we got to let them keep going. Damn it. <laughs> so but no, so it, it's a really cool thing, and I, and I did not have time between last night and recording this today to look up to see who Fretboard has next on the po- the live podcast schedule but it really really is an amazing opportunity and the live podcast even if it's not necessarily a topic you think you would be interested in are a lot of fun it is a really really good time for both the i'll just say entertainer the podcaster and the audience alike i i believe that and uh, as somebody who's sitting right next to you on stage, I, I, I feel that way about it, mm-hmm. is that anybody who is there um, not knowing that there was going to be uh, this sort of content opportunity for them, I, I hope that if they gave us a chance and anybody cared about Cincinnati craft beer or, or podcasting, could at least find it as enjoyable as the music that is played in the background. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and if not, more so. And that, <laughs> I mean, how, how much more are you going to hope for, right? Uh, maybe somebody really have a great time and, mm-hmm. and be interested in your show and your podcast. We have done a couple of live shows. Mm-hmm. And first time at Fretboard. Right, right. By the way, the, the idea for us to do live shows came from Fretboard. Right. Uh, you know, we're at a place the whole place can hear us and and you know do the thing i mean normally it and i get it don't at me everything's isn't every podcast live yeah we record live (laughs) but not everyone can hear us we have you know we go directly into a mixer Mm -hmm. it's our headphones and and the mics yeah unless you're standing right next to us at the table you're not really going to know what we're talking about no Unless Marco's singing, and then the entire place knows what's right. going on. Well, they better know. <laughs> so, but no, so th- we're not disturbing anybody at uh, our podcast host right now, Correct. Higher Gravity, Summit Park. Uh, but these live podcasts is where uh, whether you whether you wanted to or not, you're 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 being listening. exposed. Yeah, yeah, you're being yeah. exposed uh, to that content, and 
I agree that there are some podcasts that maybe don't want to do that because they they have a rhythm. They're mm-hmm. a little more into their rhythm, the way they do it, and and it doesn't really fit in a live format. Mm-hmm. But what I would say to them, too, is that if the opportunity presents itself, just give it a shot. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. Like for our show, I remember when you and I were talking about doing a Truth Beer Pod live episode. My first thought and some of my concerns were, I don't know how well this is going to translate live. Like you and I are normally just talking to each other. We're having a funny conversation about what we listen to. If we do a live show, does that mean we're no longer talking to each other? We're talking to the audience. And does that mean we have to get audience participation? Does that mean this? And I was overthinking the hell out of it. Yeah. It but then we, we got up there and we're like, let's just do the show like normal. But because we know some of the other podcasters we're going to be talking about are going to be in the audience, maybe we can try something new. And for the first live show, we invited them up when we talked about their segments yep. to kind of, you know, justify themselves and what we were saying about them and their show which worked out really well the second live show we did we really didn't do that we said let's just do it like we're having a conversation with each other and if we do get a comment from you know the peanut gallery we can work that into the show but we're not going to try to do that and then this third live show that we've done at fretboard was kind of a combination of the two to where for the most part it was us doing our show as normal but addressing the audience when it felt appropriate because right. you know they were doing some wonderful heckling of us as sure. as we entirely yeah. anticipated and welcomed yeah so that was, that was so good. even if you feel uh, promo like code gnome at manscaped.com manscaped.com hell yeah get your balls fresh um i kind of lost my train of thought with that thinking no, about gnome's balls but, but yeah but i think that for us our show um with the evolution, and it's constantly evolving, right? Even though it seems, for those of you that listen every week, it seems like we hit all the marks, mm-hmm. it, and it, the variables come in with whatever happens with each podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Um, however, we are always trying to, to not just have fun, but, but make the content um, enjoyable for you as a guest. And so the fact that we had done two live shows prior to this live show did indeed help us Mm -hmm. to formulate a plan and to go out there and execute the podcast that we wanted to execute. Mm -hmm. And that was beneficial. Agreed. And, but it's not necessary in the sense of if you, if if you're unsure, if you want to get out there and do it, if you're invited or if you have an interest Go ahead and do it. And the other yeah. thing, too, I want to talk about is the technical aspect of it. Yes, right? absolutely. There's a, there's, there's a big technical aspect to doing these things. And I understand Noam flexed his muscles the, you know, the, the week or two ago or whatever. and Just recording just on recorded his phone. Just recording a podcast on yeah. his phone. That sounded amazing. Sounded great. So Jim, uh, who is one of the founders of Fretboard, is super into making sure that uh, the, the technical aspect – for his artists that he has on to play, as well as as simple as our show is, can fulfill the the requirements of, of mm-hmm. what's asked. Also, not just what's asked, but what we expect to do on that day. What did right. we expect? We expected to uh, uh, be live and the audience hear us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we expected to be able to record to our um, to our mixer. Right. Uh, in a perfect world, we'd be able to use our mixer and to 
have the intro, the outro, the stingers, the sounders, mm -hmm. all the other things that we have. We didn't prepare for that right. uh, to that degree. That was possible, but it just added us another level of complexity that, that Jim even explained, like, oh, yeah, if you want to do this, we can do this or this or this. And I'll be honest, I was already a little overwhelmed with the whole, holy crap, we're going to be on the same stage that all of these amazing local and national bands have been on, that Zane Lamprey's going to be on, Bootsy stage. Collins has been on that stage. Zane and Lamprey, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Cincy Brass. I mean, just a bunch of people. Right. I mean, to me, I'm Bruce like, let's, let's keep this, for me, I was like, let's keep this as simple as possible. I can add in our music in post while I'm, while I'm editing the episode. That is not a problem at all. As long as the audience can hear us and it's being recorded, everything else, to me, was secondary. But they have ways to make sure that whatever you want to do, if you use a laptop, if, you're, if your podcasts are normally over Zoom, they have microphones, they have cords, they are able to utilize, I'm not going to say all because I don't want to speak for them, but it, it felt like they have a way to make almost any recording setup that you might use for your podcast, they can make that work to where you can do your show live, have as much of your standard episode content in the live show as possible, still record it, all of that good stuff. And if, you, and if you're worried about it, if you do reach out to Fretboard and ask them if you can be on the live or if they reach out to you, whatever ends up happening, just let them know, hey, this is how we normally do it. Is this something that will work with the setup that is in place at Fretboard? And they'll let you know. They'll work with you and try to, to make sure that everyone has the best experience possible, both you as a presenter and the audience. Yes, that that is exactly the way I feel uh, about the hospitality and the technical knowledge uh, that Fretboard has as far as uh, capabilities mm -hmm. and Jim himself. Um, I don't I don't know um, if Jim himself or anybody else on the team is as technically, you know, savvy. But I have to imagine with being a, a it's essentially a music it's venue a and a music brewery. Venue, yeah, that's what yeah. they are. Uh, I would assume that th somebody on staff uh, has the technical just knowledge as much and passion and know-how about it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, absolutely for yeah. you. So what uh, what I'll kind of end this with because we only wanted this to be like a 15-20 minute. You know, we didn't want to like recap our own episode, but we wanted no. to present there is an opportunity for podcasters to do a live show at fretboard that they are starting to to re uh, reinvolve themselves in and we wanted to let all the other podcasters out there know about this right um i did reach out to jim to see hey if someone's interested who can they reach out to or what is a good form of contact i haven't heard back yet but my god with all the oktoberfest stuff with everything else jim is a very busy guy so when he lets me know who you can contact or what is you know is it via social media is there a direct email address for all of their uh, their media ventures we will let you know i will retweet that out and put that on all the social media platforms but if you do have an interest in doing your podcast live from fretboard for now just reach out to them via social media or they have a believe a contact us form on their website just reach out to them let them know that you're interested and see where that takes you but uh and again if i get an actual like media contact address or you know contact 
I will share that out, or Marco, we will share that out uh, when we get it. But yeah. for right now, again, I just haven't gotten those specific details. I am so glad to see Fretboard help the podcasting community here just grow as much as they can by giving them an opportunity to present their shows to audiences that they may might not ever reach because of the sheer number of podcasts out there. So yes, I and, and I think it's um, it fits right in their lane. It you know, does. It's, it does. Uh, uh, being a uh, being an artist such as a a musician, you know this this is a th- I don't want to call it fringe, but this is this is definitely in the circle as oh far yeah. as podcasting. Oh yeah. This is in the the circle of that sort of thing. I'm in no way trying to call us in any way artists, uh, <laughs> but we're podcasters. We're something. Yeah. We're something. Yeah. And. Yeah, there's audio video equipment there's there's uh, there's technical aspects that overlap and so uh, and content that is pertinent to the community absolutely and so for for those uh, Cincinnati podcasts that we listen to for those Cincinnati uh, craft beer podcasts that um, we may not know about um, let us know about and just you. Cincinnati podcasts in general sports hobbies anything and everything yeah, all that we want you we want to watch your shows we want to find out about you and I think that fretboard is offering an amazing way to do that so yeah h- again huge huge thanks to fretboard brewing blue ash to Jim to the entire staff at fretboard last night they were great they were amazing they they took very good care of us. They made sure that we felt comfortable with being up on stage, with right. how the equipment was plugged in, with getting everything tested. And they want you to be on their stage as well. And we will see you on stage at Fretboard in the future. Yes, we will. Yeah. Uh, Julia. Marco. I know that we asked this of each other last night at yeah. the live pod, but I'm going to ask you today. All right. Since we're uh, getting together two days in a row, recording something, <laughs> uh, what are you doing next week? I'm going to be listening to a whole bunch of Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts and talking to you about them on Tuesday. Sounds great, Julia. See ya. See ya. See ya.